Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Straight Shooters exclusively on Wildfire Radio. Subscribe to The Straight Shooters podcast on iTunes by visiting the iTunes store and download every episode on WildfireRadio.com. Now, here's Vaughn Johnson and Nick Picone bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of professional wrestling. Oh, Shooters Radio Universe! My name, of course... Is Warren Johnson. Well, super nerdy pet peeve uh, of mine, Nick Picky. I don't think he should have been hopping over the top rope like a uh, parkour champion. You got me mad now. What is your name? Yeah, as always, with my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick McCone. That's me. I don't really know what it's like to think that you do. I'm Ryan Isley. What is he doing? Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Straight Shooters is, I believe, the number one show on Wildfire Radio. Feeling good. No sleep, no food. No nothing. Just maniacism. Well, all the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry. What actually happened on the show? Nothing. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What is going on, everyone out there in internet land? Good to see y'all. Hopefully you're happy to see us. We are, collectively, the straight shooters on all kinds of platforms. I'll get into those platforms in a second, where, we, where you are, where you can find us on a regular basis. But allow me to introduce ourselves again, I guess. We introduce ourselves. I'm, of course, Vaughn Johnson, joined by my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick McCone, Philly Voice and Philly Influencer. And like I said, we are, collectively, the straight shooters. This is episode 168. Mm-hmm. My God. I, I somehow forget and, like, the last second, remember what episode we're on, but episode 168 that's what you're listening to and watching live on YouTube. 168 of the straight shooters on so many platforms. Which platforms, you ask? Well, I'm about to get into them. First, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on uh, iHeartRadio, we're on TuneIn, we're on Player FM, we're on SoundCloud, we're on. Is there anything else I'm missing here? I said Player yeah. FM, said SoundCloud. Yeah. But I, I wanted to get it out the way because I got to say the best for life. Not the best, but, well, they probably are the best. Whatever. <laughs> Our home for all 167 prior episodes, the mothership, wildfireradio.com. We can find, like I said, all of our episodes, our back catalog. So you want to listen to our live commentaries from back in the day, uh, Royal Rumble 92, Royal Rumble 97, our WrestleMania bracket from 2016. All that stuff is all on wildfireradio.com. But, of course, you can listen to us on all these other platforms as well on a week-to-week basis. And you can watch us live on YouTube, which we greatly appreciate. Like, subscribe to us. Make sure you interact with us. We usually have a couple people in the chat every week. I'm about to check in with it right now to see if anybody's on there, hollering at us, talking to us. But before, while I do that, Nick, how are you doing tonight? 
I'm doing good, man. It's a little chilly tonight. I love I it. See, man, with the Grim Reaper over there. I get, I get, I get my window open, and uh, this is the time of year. I love that, man. I wake up freezing, and I love it. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Doctor Freeze. <laughs> wake up freezing. All right. I mean, I'm here for jacket weather too, but I don't. I'm not sure if you I. Ain't, uh, you ain't that crazy. Yeah, right. like I don't want to wake up freezing. <laughs> like that's not my bag. But hey, whatever floats your boat, baby. You know what I'm saying, hey, man. That's what I'm talking about. I've been waiting for. I feel like I've been waiting a whole year for this. Different strokes for different folks, man. Mm-hmm. Well, big baseball fan, you love cold weather. Seems like you yeah. love warm weather. Yeah, and now we got the World Series going. Caught that game last night. Uh, so I'm I'm all geeked up for uh, for fall. Yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, it's been like what mid fifties. Yeah, you know, pretty much a whole week. So actually, I got a hoodie on right now. I'm here for hoodie weather, jacket weather, so I'm good with it. Yeah, we we have waited a long time for this. Yeah, we talk about it. it seems like every Man, week. I don't know. The, what I know, do you think we, we talk about every week is the weather. Like, what, what is up with this? We're a weather we, wrestling podcast. We we might do an entire episode on weather at some point. We might. We might. The biggest weather crazy happenings in wrestling history, yeah. if that's even a thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we got a lot to talk about. Uh, besides the weather on this show, uh, a whole lot of things. It hasn't been a uh, it's been a very eventful week since we last were with you on YouTube and those other places I mentioned on the download. Since we last aired, a lot has gone down. Of course, our last show we talked about Saudi Arabia and, and the Crown Jewel event. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but we got some more pressing things to talk about. Some more timely things to talk about. Number one on that agenda is a very somber story that shocked the wrestling world for you know quite frankly uh monday night when who i guess now former wwe universal champion roman reigns uh whose real name is joe anawai joseph anawai uh announced to the whole world in front of thousands of people in that arena in front of a million or you know a couple million at home that he has been diagnosed with leukemia for the second time not the first time but the second time which I don't know if that's common knowledge, but apparently he had leukemia and beat it 11 years ago. And you could correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, if you knew this ahead of time or this is common knowledge or something like that. But when he was only 22 years old, just getting out of college, I would assume, out of Georgia Tech, he was diagnosed with leukemia and now has returned, unfortunately, 11 years later. And he gave this emotional, uh, not a retirement speech. He said he's not retiring, but just say you know, a, a, essentially a goodbye for now message to the WWE universe, so to speak, and relinquished the WWE universal championship and, you know, it left to go do the treatments to get rid of this sickness, this leukemia. And, uh, yeah, it was just, I was floored when I saw that Monday night. Uh, what about you, Nick? What, what were your initial thoughts about, uh, Roman Reigns and his, just, just like I said, this unfortunate announcement, this unfortunate turn of events for him. Yeah, man, you you said it. Uh, I, before we went on the air, I kind of talked about how tired we were today. It's been a long week. Uh, I actually took a nap Monday night, right before Monday night. We're all woke up in time, turned the channel on, hear you know Roman Reigns music. It's like all right, like another promo. I had no idea. Um, I know Robbie Barstool had. Uh, Robbie Fox at Barstool at Robbie Barstool had reported earlier that afternoon that Crown Jewel was in jeopardy of the event and that um, 
and Roman Reigns was in fact injured. Right. Um, so I did not see that report until after the facts. I did but, see that ahead of time, and like everybody else, just figured mm-hmm. this is another injury, and it's just another thing that you know essentially curses the Shield reunion. Every time the Shield right. get back together, it seems like yeah. somebody gets hurt. Tip last two years has been Roman Reigns. Something's happened to him. This obviously is more serious than what happened to him last year. I think he had like, like the measles or something like that. Some type yeah. of illness that he kicked out of real fast and you mm-hmm. know got back to work in a couple of weeks but uh but i just thought it was like a normal thing like hey a back injury or a knee injury or something he can quickly mm-hmm. bounce back from and then like you said this happens like whoa like, yeah and you know when's the last time he came out and like street clothes you know like i i didn't even put two and two together i was kind of like it was on in the background that's my usual routine for, for these weekly wrestling shows where um you know, doing something important on the computer, you know, running, you know, Philly influencer on the back end. And it's just kind of like in the background. And, uh, I didn't even notice he was in the street clothes. Uh, and then I, you know, start hearing him talking. And then he said, my real name is Joe. And I kind of looked over, I'm like, Whoa, like, where's this going? And then I had to, I had to rewind to make sure I heard he, he said leukemia. Um, cause I thought maybe I misheard it. Um, and, and, let me tell you, man, that arena got quiet quickly. You know, they were booing him up until that point, cheering, whatever. They were reacting to him, I should say. And then, boom. Like, I, I even I watched it, like, 15 times after the fact. And every single time I get, like, I just get this these goosebumps where after he mentions he has leukemia, like, everything just gets silent behind him, you know. And I can't remember the last time I really saw and heard something like that and he held it together pretty well during his announcement you know like this is a big deal leukemia you know um and and to deal with it for a second time uh i can't imagine how mentally exhausting it must have been for him let alone uh be it one time and and now you know like he said during his promo he had a kid on the way he had no job he had no no money um now maybe he's in a little better place for for the support system uh but you know, according to him, he had a great one back then too. So, um, but yeah, I don't think any of the report, the, the mainstream wrestling reporters knew about this. Uh, none of them, at least the ones that I've seen, uh, knew about it. Um, very, I read a report uh, yesterday that only a select few people within WWE even knew about it. Um, so uh, it was a shock. You know, we saw Corey Graves, you know, kind of, kind of a mess. Renee Young, very, uh, you know, her very trembly when, when she was talking after the facts. Uh, it's like they just found out about it like we did for the first time. So, uh, man, I, I felt terrible, man. I, I can't even... It took me a while to get over that just because it's not... And I'm not like, oh, man, WWE loses Roman Reigns, their champion. What now? It's like, it's right in our face now. You know, like leukemia, like cancer. I know, and in October where they, they do all these this work with Susan G. Komen and, you know, there's plenty of criticism through, throughout that company and the partnership WWE has with them. But now, you know, it's, it's literally, literally real life for the wrestlers that have having to deal with it. And, uh, you know, the, their biggest face, you know, like it's not John Cena anymore. So it's, it's like John Cena battling leukemia during his prime, you know, this is where WWE is right now. And, uh, for them, for him, for, for them to just let him go out and kind of talk the way he did, you know, he, he broke down a little bit, you know, during the thank you Roman chance 
and that was that was pretty cool of the crowd um because they realize you know this isn't a storyline this isn't an angle it's it's real life and uh they quickly you know supported him through that and uh man like just when ambrose and rollins came out on the stage and and they did the shield pose i was like man could there be any better way to, to for him to kind of go on this hiatus to, to beat leukemia for a second time than what we just witnessed you know like i don't i don't think it could have been uh better in in terms of them just kind of letting reigns go out there and address the crowd and i was yeah like you asked me if i had any idea no not not a clue and i don't know many people who did and even that short or uh short list of people inside wwe he knew i don't even know who that could have been other than vince and triple h so uh, maybe rollins and ambrose too but uh just based on how close they've been professionally uh but it's it's crazy it it really is and i'm still kind of dealing with it in my own way where it's it's not it i don't even know how to really explain it other than what i've said before but it's i just i felt terrible for him felt terrible for his family and i just hope that he pulls through it definitely put a lot of things in perspective i think for a lot of fans who like are booing Roman Reigns and i hate him and blah 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 and then you hear that it's like oh wow it's, that's what should have been the reaction. Yeah. I know for me, uh, I'm not one of those fans who blew Roman Reigns, obviously. I've always been a fan of Roman Reigns' talent. I've not been a fan of how WWE has depicted Roman Reigns as a character, but that's not even important to this discussion. I know I wasn't in front of the TV when this went down. You texted me because I was on my way home from work. I was at you know Chinese takeout restaurant getting some food, leaving this, the restaurant and like walking through a parking lot and then I just like after you said like yo did you see that and I'm like see what and I'm like obviously going to Twitter, and Twitter I, yeah. probably something to do with WWE or I didn't know if I had something to do honestly with my with my job I'm like did we do something <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, sometimes that's what happens something happens yeah. reported on Twitter I'm like oh well I didn't know that but uh, but uh, go to WWE first it's Monday and it's Raw and you know what we do? We talk about wrestling, and I see that I'm just—I just stopped dead in my tracks in the middle of this parking lot and just stood there for like two minutes. It was like, what? Like, obviously this could happen to anyone, but it doesn't make it any less shocking when it happens to someone like a Roman Reigns, who, for better or for worse, WWE makes him out to look like Superman, and he's obviously he's ripped, he's jacked, and he's got charismatic, larger than life character, and then you hear leukemia for the second time which i'm no doctor but you know when i hear that i'm thinking like does it come back worse than before like is it more aggressive is it more life-threatening i would assume that leukemia on its own is life-threatening this could take this man's life and this is a very serious thing and i just i was just just floored by it like this was just unfathomable and it's sad hopefully like i said hopefully this has a happy ending but for right now I mean, how sad is this? Like that, that Roman Reigns has to deal with this. He's, he, you know, forget just he's a wrestler. Roman Reigns is a is a husband. He's a father. He's got family members. You know, somewhere in WWE, the Usos, are, you know, two guys who we know for certain that are his cousins and are some of his best friends on this planet. Because um, obviously, the long lineage, you know, of Samoan, you know, he's part of that Samoan dynasty. He's got a big family and whatnot. 
but you know the the person is going through something that millions of other people have unfortunately gone through. Some have survived and others haven't. And damn, like, that's heavy, man. He, like you said, to his credit, he he, he held strong during that. I'm not sure a whole lot of people, other people, would have in that situation. He did. He talked about how he's going to make his fight public. Uh, if he doesn't do that, I wouldn't blame him. Go away and just get better, man. Like you don't. If he wants to, fine. Like that's good. It help raise awareness and help bring light to uh, leukemia and other forms of cancers, uh, which a lot of people do. But you know, if he wants to do that, great. Because you know, obviously, it's a, it's a terrible thing that happens to. Like I said, could happen to literally anyone. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who, from all walks, who have either had it or have been affected by it, and it's you know terrible every time. But it's like it. I don't think it hits. I don't say it hits home, but like maybe it does for a wrestling fan because you usually you don't hear about that stuff in wrestling where a wrestler has leukemia. Like that just doesn't right, happen. Yeah, it's they just bring like, it what they do on Raw. Kind of they bring in the people that do or that have survived, and they talk about them, and it's never. Never the wrestler themselves, pretty much, you know. Right, you know that's something that's almost unheard of in wrestling, where a guy, let's say, it can happen, obviously, but it's just unheard of that a guy or a gal, gal, a woman has it. Like, it's like what? Like, and it, obviously, it can happen to anyone of all ages. That's a thing. It can happen to a twenty-two-year-old. It can happen to a, a nineteen, a ten-year-old. Like, it happens to kids, and it's terrible. Like, I oh, there's nothing worse than like a kid with cancer. I don't know why. It's just anyone with cancer is bad, but with a kid who's Barely had a chance to live yet. It just makes me, I just, I hate that. Um, and you're not alone, man. Right. And it's like, but you, like you said, you don't really hear it with wrestlers or any, you know, a lot of athletes for that matter. And then you hear it, it's like, damn. And this magical, fantastical world that we watch every Monday or Tuesday night and sometimes on Sundays on pay per views and I guess Wednesday nights too. And, you know, yeah. every night of the week down there. Yeah. Of professional wrestling, whether it's WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, CMLL, AAA, whatever, it, it get it gets so much more real when you hear something like that. And it's just like it's like I, I keep going back, just like damn, like it was just awful, man. It's just, but you know, as bad as it is, hopefully, you know, Roman Reigns in his public fight, you know, in his fight against it, can do some good with it. On top of getting better, that's the most you know that's the most important thing. But hopefully, some good comes out of it after he gets better too, and he could be you know one of the spearheads behind you know helping fund research and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, and it's crazy that something like this has to happen for people to start really appreciating Roman Reigns, especially as a in ring performer. I think, well, I don't know if it's a character per se, but definitely just as a as a talent the guy is really good despite how you might think he's booked despite how you might think he's he wins too much or he's 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 he should be a bad guy should be good the guy is really good at what he does in the ring when he's out there in the ring he delivers and especially when he's got someone else who's really good too he can create magic out there Mm -hmm. and man I, i would love to see him back in the ring again I like that. It's like I didn't want to see him in the ring before, but definitely want to see him back. And when he does come back, boy, it's gonna be lit when he comes back. Uh, hopefully, very, very soon. But yeah, man, this is it's just sad, man. This it sucks. And, and and apparently, and I've never been backstage. I'm not part of the locker room. But everything you hear about him as a person couldn't be a nicer guy. Apparently, yeah. And then you see a lot of stories come out now after this has happened. That but you know he's the leader of the locker room. He's 
you know, the good dude, all this and that. And I mean, you get a glimpse of these things here and there, but like I remember watching like Up Up Down Down and that's Xavier Woods' YouTube show, and you see Roman Reigns on there, and everybody's hanging out with him cool, like everybody's having a good time with Roman Reigns. Everybody likes Roman Reigns. Like, despite mm-hmm. what you think about him as a character or as, as, as how he's depicted on TV, again, this is a human being that has a family, and apparently a guy that is, you know, one of the the leaders of the locker room in WWE that, you know, couldn't happen to a, a nicer guy. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's and just, the story I read, uh, forgive me, I, f- I forget the wrestler's name, um, but a story that he said about Reigns uh, willing to uh, give him his wrestling boots, his old wrestling boots, because he didn't have any, and then Rain- all Reigns said was, hey, just do the favor to somebody else, and for the good of the wrestling business, you know, like that type of thing, you know, you know, in it, you know, it is lineage, you know, wrestling is, is big in his family, but just to be that guy in that industry, uh, to just give back to the, to the guys trying to make it in that industry and to say, Hey, just do it for the good of the business. Uh, carry on those, uh, not, not traditions, but Hey, if somebody else needs wrestling boots, give them those, you know, if, if they're in need of something, something small like that is a huge, huge deal. And it tells you a lot about his character outside of the ring. Yeah. So uh, good luck to you, Roman Reigns. Uh, get better, man. We're all rooting for you. I'm pretty sure, you know, the entire wrestling world, the entire, literally the entire wrestling world has rallied around him. Other promotions have tweeted about him. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, Ring of Honor, New Japan, stuff like that. I've seen that. Uh, wrestlers from outside of the promotion, stuff like that. I mean, we're all pulling for you. Uh, forget about, you know, face or heel and mm-hmm. pushes and all that crap. That's that stuff is just you know entertainment, and we we as wrestling fans get caught up in that sometimes too much. Uh, you know, I think we've all done that here and there. Uh, but this ain't, ain't none of that important. This is this is life or death, unfortunately. And um, like I said, we're pulling for you, man. And uh, you know. I don't know. I, I, I always try to put this positive spin on things, but um, so yeah, look forward to seeing you back in the ring, man. Like I, I'm, I'm not even gonna say like, oh, if it, like, no, he's gonna come back. You know, Roman Reigns is gonna beat yeah. this again, and we will see Roman Reigns in the ring again. And uh, <laughs> people that yeah, damn like, Superman punch, <laughs> <He'll> Superman <laughs> punch everybody when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you know, they this kind of came across to me. As they they're expecting him to come back, they they the way it was kind of set up I mean, in a way. It's like, that, you, but man, I don't know. You can't play with. I mean, maybe like maybe that. maybe I should say that the outlook is a little bit more positive, uh, given that you know he it was almost it was basically like a wrestling promo. You know, like we've seen uh, real life promos before on TV inside the ring, and they, like he used lingo, you know, like WWE Universe. You know, like he he used that stuff where it's like. You know what? Like, yes, I have leukemia, and I'm gonna kick its ass. Um, but I, I will be back, type of thing, and just kind of a, as a matter of fact, you know, like, all right, let's move on. Like I told you guys where I'm going, I'm gonna beat this thing, and then I'll be back. And to me, uh, it, it leaves kind of like a positive a- outlook on it, and I'm just hoping that it, it is a positive outlook on it. Well, I hope you're right. I think we all hope you're right. And uh, again, we're pulling for you, Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. It, it, we got to transition to something else. It's going to be an awkward transition no matter what we go to, but uh, we're going to do it uh, because there are obviously ramifications of Roman Reigns' leukemia diagnosis and him going away to beat 
leukemia, and that number one, there's no universal champion now in WWE. And number two, the Shield is no more, as Dean Ambrose turned on Seth Rollins as they won the Raw Tag Team Titles, which creates such a, a weird situation, don't you think? Just a just a little bit. An odd situation now, where two guys are the tag team champions, but they don't like each other. Huh? What? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen that before in WWE. Uh, but here break, we are, breaking literally breaking ground. Oh yeah, yeah. But here we are. <laughs> Dean Ambrose finally turned heel. I'm not sure they were really planning on doing it, but obviously with stuff that happened, you know, early in the show, the show obviously goes on. This is WWE. The show will go on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we've seen worse things happen. And the show still went on, so you know it's going to go on here. And they've—I I don't know if they changed course, but they definitely probably expedited the course. And Dean Ambrose turned on Seth Rollins, and off we go with that. So, what are your thoughts about Dean Ambrose uh, finally turning heel? He hasn't been a heel in like five years, something like that. Like, what do you think about that? I'll tell you, man. I—I'll uh, put this out there. I understand why people would not have been fans with it, especially on that night. I, I do understand that the real life aspect of it but man i don't think it could have went better honestly if you're gonna do this and you're going to have and your plan is even if it wasn't your plan in the long run uh you just set up probably the biggest feud of the year you got to do something you can't just like you got to do something big after that you got to do something to like okay we listen to our top guy now we got to do something big to like mm-hmm. kind of fill that void of our top yeah. not being gone. And the perfect thing for, for them to do is is transfer that that real life emotion that people felt when Reigns made that announcement, and they mentioned it all throughout the night, and they did incorporate that into the main event. Which you know, I'm match. not totally a fan of. Like, yeah, I mean, like let's not make it a, a huge storyline. That, that's the motivation of the wrestlers. Like, I get it. Like, it could be for the Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, but. Is it really in yeah, like, a, pre, like, a predetermined? Yeah, like I, I don't it, know. It's kind of hokey. It comes uh, up as exploiting it, but I guess they kind of yeah. did that with the whole him in the ring doing it at the top of the show. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. I kind of I kind of wrestle with that, even though, like I said, it's, it's, you're blending entertainment and real life situations together, which yeah. wrestling has done countless times before, and sometimes that can make for compelling TV. But it felt kind of like, all right, this is almost too soon. Like, it just happened like two hours ago, and you're already kind of like, let's get it. Like, yeah. let's take advantage of it. And, yeah, uh, and and you know. I'm not a fan of it either in in the grand uh, scheme of it, uh, using it, especially that night, as a motivating factor for the main event. Um, but I, I, I wasn't surprised. So uh, to me... Uh, I, I almost expected it even before they started, you know, talking about it. And uh, so I wasn't, you know, like I, I wasn't having second thoughts about like watching it. I, it wasn't making me want to turn the channel. And I, I know a lot of people were kind of like, all right, I'm just not going to have this tonight. So they turned off the program and I completely understand why they would think that. And I was just from my personal point of view, I, I was kind of expecting that. So, um, it didn't surprise me. Uh, I just kind of looked past, like I, I looked past them using that in the exploitive way they were, and uh, just kind of I was like, you know what? If Rollins and Ambrose win, that that's going to be a feel good 
moment. It just reminded me of when Goldust and Cody Rhodes won the tag titles from the Shield uh, with Dusty Rhodes there during the whole authority angle and how that literally, that was probably the last time I felt uh, real life joy for something that happened uh, in storyline. You know, like I just thought it was great the way they set that whole thing up. Was it now like five years ago? or four years ago, crazy to think of it now. Um, or maybe it was uh, when Cody Rhodes won his job back after they beat uh, not just the tag titles, but he won, like, won his job back, you know, stuff like that. It, it just kind of took me back to those real-life joyous moments that, that fans loved and that I loved. So I obviously didn't expect the turn that night, um, but how else would, would you make... If you wait a week, hell, if you wait two weeks, does it have the same impact? And if you if you want that impact, you have to do it then. Dean Ambrose is a made heel now. Like the, He almost doesn't even need to explain himself. So I'm kind of wondering how they're going to go out, go, go about this route. Um, it could be as simple as, hey, like four years ago, you did it to me and I never forget. And they could go that way. Um, but now the roles are reversed and... Uh, you know, like I think a lot of people were angry at the fact that they did that on Monday night, um, and I, I think that's that was why it was kind of the perfect time to do it because you had people that know everything that goes on. You know, well, not everything, but everything that's reportedly going on behind the scenes, and you're getting them upset. So it's and and you're I'm not going to say work in the marks, but you're you're. You're putting everybody in. You're just shocking everyone, and it's very rare that we see that nowadays. So that's why I think uh, that's why I don't have a problem with that they did it Monday night. Uh, but I do understand if people were put off by it. Yeah, I mean the thing is WWE can't do anything or very few things that are like super controversial because they, the heat doesn't go on a wrestler nowadays. It goes on them. The company, yeah. How could WWE do this? Like. Because everybody knows what what's up with wrestling. That's what makes Tommaso Ciampa such a rare heel, and that he gets all the heat for everything he does. Like NXT or d- whoever's calling the shots, Triple H and you know whoever, yeah. they're not getting the heat. It's all on Tommaso Ciampa, and everybody's booing Tommaso Champion Champa, and it's fantastic. And I think Dean Ambrose could be that kind of guy. I really do think he could be that kind of guy because I think he's that talented. I think he has his potential as a heel is much higher than his potential as a babyface. At least now, maybe. As he he has a great heel run, maybe he can flip back babyface and you know do some other great things there. But as a heel, I think right now he hasn't been a heel since he since the Shield broke up the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm here for. It. I'm ready for Dean Ambrose here turn. I think I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one, and I think that it's time. Like it's. I know that some people were like you said, kind of put off by Monday Night, which I, like again I understand too. Which I mean. Again, that's the problem. It's like he he's doing it to get heat, but the heat won't go on him. It'll go on WWE. It'll go on Vince McMahon. So maybe for that reason, you wait a week so that heat won't be on a but, company because you're exploiting a real life leukemia diagnosis instead. This is just you know you're waiting at least letting it breathe a little bit. And you're waiting a week, and you don't even have to bring up. You don't have to make Roman Reigns a part of this story. That's another thing. You don't have to. There's already 
you know, he they could potentially be heat between these guys. There's a lot of a lot of history between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. They had a whole Hell in a Cell match four years ago. So you don't need Roman Reigns and his real life leukemia situation to be at the crux of this story, which I, I sincerely hope they do not do that. I wouldn't put it above WWE to do that, though. But I sincerely hope that's not the case. I think Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are talented enough. And there's enough backstory for them to carry this all on their own without Roman Reigns being like the centerpiece of the story. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, I could totally see them doing that, even if it's just in the vein of Ambrose waited till Reigns was out of the way in order to do what he did to Rollins. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. And I think the fact that they did this now, like it's kind of got to play out until WrestleMania, I would think. Because uh, it's, it's the end of October going into November, and you're starting this huge feud again that I thought was pretty good the first time around. Could have been better, I, I think. And now you have the roles reversed, and uh, you know it, it's it was hard to buy Ambrose as the face last time, just based on his you know wrestling personality and character. So now this time around, uh, you, you go with Hey Rollins proved himself that. What he did uh, four years ago was a mistake. He regrets it, uh, but Ambrose never forgets, and he's a lunatic. And if they focus on that and don't really mention Reigns that much, then I think that would probably be the best thing for that whole angle and storyline. But uh, you know, I'm just uh, I think, and just the way Ambrose went up the you know aisle afterwards and just stayed there until Raw went off the air, I was just like, man, like I think everything about what happened they probably couldn't have done better. Um, it's obviously, I get the timing thing. Uh, for me personally, I thought it was uh, good storytelling and that's what WWE is. You know, they tell stories and they'll be the first ones to tell you that. But um, if they're, it's if like they're, that, uh, that scene in a, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, beyond a mat, we don't do wrestling, make movies. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. And, you know, let's let's hope this movie uh, is better than the first one, and let's hope it gives WWE a reason to uh, feel like they needed to kind of exploit the strange thing in, in a way to get to this point. Um, but I, I'm just kind of excited for the feud. You know, I think these two guys can lead Raw, and who knows who the Universal Champion is going to be. Because now it's going to be either Brock Lesnar or Braun Strowman. We we think, um, you know, there's all they could always you know change that plan. And, Should be Braun Strowman. Uh, I'm sorry, I had to yeah. Say that <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it back uh, to Brock Lesnar. I, I agree yeah, because now Braun's a, a a face again. So that they, they jumbled up a lot of stuff this past week. By the way, it wasn't just Dean Ambrose's turn. They they turned uh, a few people. Elias is a face now. Like it's it's crazy. Um, and uh, just sorry get off on that little uh aside but uh i think this is th- this was the week where they they just put everything in motion you have survivor series coming up you could do a tournament again but they just did one you know th- three years ago so i don't know if they'd want to do that again and that was just because seth rollins got hurt um you know a tournament for a, a guy who had to drop the title because he's battling leukemia uh i don't know uh, how they uh will go about that if uh, you know, maybe it, it does does just make sense to for it to be between the two guys that were going to be in a triple threat match. Uh, who knows? So, uh, well, to me, that doesn't that doesn't really bother me either, one way or the other. But I agree, Braun Strowman should be the champion. I think Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, and let's not forget, 
they're tag team champions, so that'll be interesting to see. They might just, you know, have a tournament for them, strip them of the titles. And Seth Rollins is the IC champion. Do we see Dean Ambrose become Intercontinental Champion at some point uh, during this feud? Or do, you know, I, I guess we don't anticipate this feud to, to translate to the universal title level because neither of them seem to be in the picture at the moment. But I, I'm interested just to see how this all plays out. I am too. Uh, also interested in seeing what and pl- seeing how something plays out is I'm interested in the pay per view this Sunday. Yeah, there's a pay per view, baby. What? There's a pay per view this Sunday, and the first ever in WWE at least all women's pay per view called Evolution is this Sunday, and the tickets have been sold well. There's only like a couple hundred left. Uh, there's some matches, and we want to talk about them real quick because this is a show that. You know, I know some people complain, oh, they haven't promoted it enough on WWE TV. The women deserve better, which, hey, I got to understand that. Especially that the, they're just throwing them Battle Royal out there. It's like, this is an all-women's show. Yeah. No. This shouldn't be a Battle Royal. Like, <laughs> I got to do something with these, some of these women, like, for a future title opportunity. Uh, but come on. Like, we could do better than that. Like, this, some of the, the storylines are not is very the good. Women, the Raw Championship, the, the SmackDown Championship, what is it? Come on, it just says women's championship. It's the raw women's championship. Well, I don't know. It's just women's because there's, there's people from whoever both wins, brands right? on it. Whoever wins. Yeah, and you get the six man tag or six woman tag, I should say, that's just thrown out there. But let's get into the card uh quickly. Of course, excuse me, this show takes place this Sunday night in the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, New yeah. York, Long Island. And the main event, which has been rumored and reported months ago, is actually coming to fruition. It is Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella. This is the evolution. This is what the evolution has come to. Two biggest. I'll give them this case, this much credit. If you want to put two biggest names on top of this card, as far as mainstream, Ronda Rousey obviously, and Nikki Bella. People watch yeah. Total Divas. People watch Total Bellas, and Nikki Bella was dating John Cena when they had the engagement. When they had their breakup, she was. National news. So, I know some people aren't happy with her. She'd be Sasha Banks, she'd be Bailey, and hey, the wrestling purists would love that. But WWE is looking to get those mainstream dollars, and they're probably going to get them with this match. But Nick, who's going to win the winner's purse in the title? Mm. Evolution. That's a good question, and I do think that the champion will retain. Uh, I don't see Nikki winning via shenanigans or like DQ or anything like that uh, in order for Rousey to keep the title. I could see a rematch in the future, but uh, I'm interested in this. I think the the buildup has been pretty good. Uh, Rousey is really coming into her own, you know, where, you know, she's not exactly, uh, it, uh, she's kind of like there, you know, she's, it's not like she has the star power and, and the name value, uh, but she's a WWE superstar now, and that's kind of how I view her as, you know. She, but it, it, she's still like that big name on the mainstream outlets. So yeah, I don't think there's any chance that she loses the title. Uh, although a run to WrestleMania t- to capture a title wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah, I don't think first all women's pay per view main event that R- Ronda Rousey loses. No, so she should I not. Think she, wins. she should not lose anytime <laughs> soon. 
I remember thinking it was going to be a Nia Jax main event with Ronda Rousey. And I thought that would have been cool because Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey had a really good match at Money in the Bank. And they just completely forgot about that feud. I thought that was working. That was clicking. But, of course, mainstream dollars. But, yeah, Ronda Rousey uh, should be tearing Nikki Bella's arm off and beating Brie Bella with it by the end of the night. (laughs) Sounds good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what should should happen. I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how they're going to... I mean, I, I would assume that they're going to find a way to have Ronda Rousey sell and stuff like that. They always do, but... Come on, Ronda Rousey has got to beat Nikki Bella. Yeah. Uh, but a main event... That's, should probably could be the main event. It should be the main event, but the, 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 the match that has like the most heat behind it, by far, probably the most heat in the company, is Becky Lynch defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match. This... Should be good. Mm-hmm. This should be really, really good. And they've been doing some creative things, something they don't usually do on WWE TV is visit the Performance Center. And they had a brawl there. That's only something you see on NXT because they're always at the Performance Center, obviously. But you don't see WWE, main, the main team, going down to the Performance Center and do anything. But they did. I'm like, that, damn, that's good. Let's, let's see more of these characters and, like, you know, the real world and not just backstage. You know, in front of that backdrop that says like WWE behind it with the TV yeah. that says Raw SmackDown or something like that, like real life situations. I like it, but who do you like in this match, Nick? Becky Flair. You mentioned earlier about Rousey and, and Nikki Bella being the main event. This could obviously be the main event, like you said, but I think you got the best of both worlds here because Lynch and Flair are. It's going to be good. It could be the main event, but you have that like. You know, you said wrestling Purious, like that could that is for the world title too. And then you have Rousey and Bella with the name value on there. So I think you have the best of both worlds here on this card. And I think they did a good job in putting those two top matches together. But I think uh, this is last woman standing. Uh, Becky's she's been a great champion. I think she's had a great run, and I don't think it should come to an end. I have a gut feeling that we're going to see it come to an end, but I'm going to go with Becky just because mm. I don't want it to come to an end. Mm. So uh, Becky will walk out as champion. Uh, maybe she has something up her you know, sleeve because no disqualifications. So we'll see. <sighs> you got Ronda Rousey retaining her title in the main event, which makes me think that Charlotte's going to beat Becky Lynch for the <laughs> SmackDown Women's title here. And I know Becky Lynch has been white hot. She's been a great champion. But we all knew that, you know, there's been reported Rousey versus Bella for this show. Don't forget where it might look like we're going to go for WrestleMania. And that's Rousey versus Charlotte. Now, Charlotte can win the title at any time or not be champion. She don't have to be champion to face Ronda Rousey, really. Neither one has to be champion. They can just put them together. But I think... Are they doing the champion versus champion thing at Survivor Series? Because maybe, what? What now? I just changed course. Wait a second. <laughs> if they're doing champion versus champion at Survivor Series, they got to do Lynch versus Rousey. Armbar versus Armbar. Mm-hmm. That'd be badass. A little bit, my opinion. If they do champion versus champion like they did last year, which I didn't hate that format, personally, honestly, I I like that better than just the. Uh, we hate Raw, we hate SmackDown, so we're going to fight you. <laughs> yeah, I thought, actually, I thought it worked out well last year when going into it, I was like, wow, this sucks, but they did a good job with it. 
Yeah, and and we got Brock versus AJ out of it, which I thought was yeah. one of the best matches in WWE all year. So, um, yeah, if you if we, if we get Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey in a title versus champ versus champ at Survivor Series, Becky Lynch has got to win all the way. So, ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go Becky Lynch. All right, because I think if they you do champion versus champion, you change your prediction mid prediction. If they do champion versus champion, that means they'll have to do Rousey versus Flair Survivor Series, and that just won't happen, right? You yeah. would think. They yeah, yeah. Do that. it can't Obviously. happen there. It cannot happen there. You would think. You would think. But you know, they did John Cena versus Roman Reigns at No Mercy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I defended it too. I defended I did it too. It was like whatever. Who can, they got something can, different planned. I can find a way to defend Rousey versus Flair at Survivor Series, but I don't yeah, want. I don't to. know if I can. I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather see at Survivor Series. You could do Rousey versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. I have no issue with that at all. But I do want to see Lynch versus Rousey, Armbar versus Armbar. I think that'd be a badass Survivor Series match. That could main event Survivor Series. Yeah, and that would help Becky. Even in a loss, Becky would yeah. you know, gain, gain from that. So yeah, why not? You imagine Becky Lynch getting her and Ronda Rousey and then disarmer. Oh man, that would be. Come on, that'd be that'd badass. Be, it would be. And and Rousey can revert can be in it for like ten seconds, reverse it, and tap Becky Lynch out. But still, Becky yeah. got an armbar and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you could say that. That'd be awesome. Uh, moving on though, Alex got some legends coming back. Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Now, we always talk about how legends come back and beat the younger generation. <laughs> Even though Mickey James isn't really part of the younger generation, <laughs> yeah, she's, right? yeah. she could be on the same team with Trish Stratus and Lita. <laughs> she had a main, she had a WrestleMania main event or a main event, but a WrestleMania match against Trish Stratus like twelve years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, but Mickey James still looking fine. Though. I'm not by mm-hmm. no means saying she's old or Trish Stratus or Lita by that matter, for that matter. But um, but I think Trish Stratus and Lita are going to win here. Uh, yeah, I think. <sighs> first thing I heard when they would come back, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I think it was just rumored to be Trish versus Alexa at the time. I was like, oh, no no doubt Trish wins. Uh, Alexa could gain from getting a win here, especially if she's the one that pins Trish or Lita, but I do think that uh, Trish and Lita wind up winning uh, possibly a WrestleMania match on the horizon, or maybe even at Survivor Series since it's next month between Alexa and Trish at, at some point. Um, if Trish is good with that, like I do, I don't see Lita having uh, like a run w- with more matches, but Trish, I could definitely see her work with Alexa more. Uh, but that's why I would think like Alexa and Mickey winning wouldn't surprise me, but I'll go with the baby faces here for this uh, particular pay-per-view. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, they get the moment where they get, you know, raise their hands, stuff like that, and yeah. nostalgia. You know, that being nostalgia is in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they literally did the whole main event of the whole show, the super show, off of nostalgia. So, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, not above nostalgia and, and milking that cow for everything that it's worth. But moving on to the NXT Women's Championship match Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Who you got? I'll go Sane here. I think uh, I'm kind of surprised Baszler hasn't been caught up yet, but. Because I, I thought when she lost, she would have been up uh, rather quickly. But um, I don't see her uh, winning the title again. I don't see her staying around NXT too much longer. So I'll I'll go Kyrie Ka- Sane. Yeah, I was going to go Baszler, but now I think about it, it, it does make sense for her to lose here because they're not having you know that it's not booked yet at least. But it's you know they got the war games coming up. 
uh, next month. So you would think that there's another match coming up there as well for the women's championship. But Kyrie Sane could have a new opponent by then, easily. Mm-hmm. So if he beat Shayna Baszler here and you know figure out a way to call her up, then it makes sense to me at least. So yeah, I'll go with Kyrie Sane as well. Should be a good match though. They've had some good matches in the past. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, the historic, as they're calling it, which what makes it historic? Uh, historic women's battle royal for a future women's championship opportunity, which I got to look up the participants. According to this graphic here on www.com, we've got some names. We got Oscar, Nia Jax, who's, you know, storyline in real life, the odds on favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Carmella, Dana Brooke, Alicia Fox, Ember Moon, Naomi, Tamina, uh, Zelina Vega, Sonya Deville, uh, Mandy Rose, Lana, the Iconics, uh, Michelle, not Michelle McCool, well, Michelle McCool isn't it, I take that back, mm-hmm. uh, Maria Canellis, but some legends, including Michelle McCool, uh, Alundra Blaze, the Medusa yeah. coming back for this, yeah. how about that? Uh, we got Summer. Who who is that? No, it's Molly Holly. Mm-hmm. Is that a uh, Kelly Kelly in this graphic? Too? Kelly Kelly's in there. Yeah. We got how much I've been keeping up with this. Got Ivory. Uh, Ivory, who's in the WWE Hall of Fame, along with Alundra Blaze, Medusa. Actually, I call him Blaze. It's Medusa. <laughs> and she will be billed as Alundra Blaze, though. So yeah, of course, because <laughs> WWE. And Tori Wilson. What? Tori Wilson's yeah. back too. Yep. So Billy Kay and Peyton Royce in there too. I said that. I said the iconics. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, I, I got it. I can't forget. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got them separated. But yeah, they do. Oh yeah, and Oscar. Did I say Oscar? Should have said Oscar. Yeah, you, you definitely said Oscar. <sighs> interesting lineup. It is. It is an interesting lineup. But I don't know who's going to win this match. Future opportunity. It should be. One of two people, either Oscar or Nia Jax. Mm. Nia Jax should have gotten another match for the women's title after her match got ruined because of Alexa Bliss at Money in the Bank, which was months ago now. And Oscar is badass, so it should be Oscar all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't go Ember Moon. No, I'm going Oscar. All right, I'll go Ember Moon because I think uh, that'll be her way of kind of getting in the limelight a little bit down the road and i mean they could they could just make the title match monday night if they wanted to that'd be interesting rousey versus uh ember moon <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting on monday night raw that could be a main event on monday night raw in november like why not why not push whoever wins this battle royal as the main event of that particular show uh in a few weeks you know whether it be smackdown or raw like it doesn't have to be a pay-per-view match so let's go ember moon all right and boom, it is. And finally, uh, random six man, ta- six woman tag, I should say, that could be easily on Raw any day, but it's on this pay per view, too. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Who you got here? Uh, I'll go the Riot Squad. Just to even it out a little bit, because I picked a lot of baby faces. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's no real need to overthink this. Um, yeah. Riot Squad. So that's all they got on the website? Yeah. They, they missed two matches. 
What's, what's we the, got the uh, Mayon Classic final. Oh yeah, who's in that? Did, yeah. that that's not official yet, is you it? Try and well, I don't know. Is tonight the final airing? Uh, I haven't probably, been. Probably is. So that's maybe, probably the reason why it's not on the website yet. Oh, you know what? You're right. That's that's a good point. Just, they're down to uh, the semifinals. I forgot about that. All right. Well, I mean, by the time this is on Wildfire Radio, it'll be yeah, you you will be on. on but dude, should I say it? You good? No, yeah, why not? No, All no, right. no, don't say it because people might listen. Well, I don't know. People might listen. They don't want to know. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll, we'll we'll edit it in. <laughs> okay. Uh, but know, the NXT UK Women's Title is also going to be on the line. So yeah, that's not on the website though. Yeah. Well, it does say to be determined, the champion versus to be so determined. Are they crowning a champion sometime soon? And no, they already have one. Uh, so I'm I'm on, on TV, are they crowning a champion on? NXT UK TV. Well, I'm not sure. I did not watch it today because I think they come out every Wednesday, right? So I yeah, haven't so come on tonight. I watched last week's uh, debut episode, but I haven't seen uh, today's yet. Um, but yeah, they have a champion, and whoever her, her challenger will be is to be determined. So we have two matches, I guess, that haven't technically been made official on their WWE's website, but uh, it's on the Wikipedia page, and they're never wrong. Of course, never wrong ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's WWE Evolution. So that's uh, eight total eight total matches. So I'm hoping it won't be a long, long pay per view because I hate pay per views that go past eleven. Yeah, because we gotta go to sleep, man. We got stuff to do in the morning. I WWE. know, man. Job, man. These exactly. long shows on school reels. Sunday, especially for me. Like, come on. Right, like y'all forget the Sunday. People gotta go to work. What's wrong with y'all? Born WrestleMania be like ending at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, man, I miss I miss Sunday afternoon start times at like four o'clock. Yeah, it's we like, had like Royal, Royal Rumbles starting at four o'clock. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> it's like final call at the bar, and they just wrap up the show. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Eight hour shows. All right. So yeah. let's wrap up the show with our final topic, which is again, because we're booking in the show with very serious topics. Yeah. Uh, this topic is about you know, the one we talked about last week, uh, Crown Jewel. In Saudi Arabia, uh, as you may have been privy to in the last week, a lot has changed since we last was on the air. Uh, not really changed per se, but confirmed, I should say, in that Saudi Arabia did confirm that Jamal Khashoggi uh, was was murdered and uh, is unfortunately has passed on, and but was murdered in a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then. Someone dressed up in his clothes and walked the streets to show that he walked out the back door as an imposter. And there's still no body of, there's no remains of Mr. Kashaji. And then his son met the prince. And this is just horribly awkward photo of him shaking the prince's hand. You know, he's like looking at him like, what the hell is going on here? What am I doing here? It's just like, what is happening with this? Like, this is, this is awful. It's been awful, and now it's just blatantly awful. It's like, what did they think was going to happen here? Like, put somebody in his clothes, but that's that's another time for another discussion for another day. This is terrible. But here's the thing: our whole, pretty much our whole country is like, we ain't with that. And not just like you know, on both sides of the political aisle, I should say. Uh, even the president's like, yo, that. They changed their story like four times. Like, what's up with that? Like, mm-hmm. like Secretary of State and all these politicians on both sides. I, I watched a video 
where Republican, I forget his name off the top of my head, I think it's Lindsey Graham, I think. I might be, that that yeah. might be incorrect. I but he said, like, yeah. yeah, and he said, like, this is like, it's like a slap in the face. Like, what is, what is up with y'all? Like, y'all changed your story too many times. Like, this is bad. And yet, WWE is still, I mean, as of today, as of right now, as of this hour, as we record this, scheduled to go over there next weekend, November 2nd. And to do this show that's, you know, not just a show that they're doing, but they're doing it in cahoots with the Saudi Arabian government, specifically the Saudi Arabian prince, crown prince, I should say. This is bad, man. Like, now he's out there and it's like, there's no doubt what happened now. There's really no doubt. Even if you believe their story that they died in a fist fight, he died... Thanks to they're responsible, mm-hmm. which of course no one believes that crap. Right, WWE, you got to get out of there, man. You can't do this show, in Saudi Arabia. No, we and I joked in our last episode to to not make any decisions till till after we recorded, at least wait till after the weekend. Joking around, thinking like, hey, our podcast episode would have been rendered obsolete had they made a decision the, the next day. Here we are a week later, and they still haven't, and it just blows my mind that they have not uh like i i told i said last week i don't expect them to cancel the event and clearly they're not going to if they haven't done by now but you can always move it like move it like figure out the logistics you're a multi-million dollar company billion dollar company and you 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 can you can figure out the logistics and the fact that Nothing's been made public yet in terms of moving the event. Just boggles my mind. And like you said, it's next weekend. It's it's ten, eleven, twelve days away. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, I I just can't believe we're still kind of in this waiting pattern. Yeah, I mean, obviously, logistics have to play. They have to play a part if they're going to do something about it. Logistics have to play a part. I mean, you don't want to announce anything before you know right. that. You know things are going to change, but this this story just gets and, worse. Like, it makes Saudi Arabia look worse and worse. Yeah. And you see that photo of Salah Khashoggi. I hope I'm saying his name right. Shaking the hand of the Saudi Arabian Crown Prince, who's clear, this is clearly just like a publicity stunt. In mm. their minds, on his mind, this will make me look good to the people. Like they'll right. believe this. Like does he not know how? Like that? I I. I Apparently, someone's more toned up than WWE because that just yeah. Yeah. blows me away that they thought that I mean, all of this would just happen and they would do all these different things and no one would be like questioning. It's like, oh, yeah, that's him. Walk out the back door right there. That's not an imposter. Like, bruh, they have cameras in Turkey at this consulate. They can see him. Like, that's not him. And you're just going to do this and just nobody? Mm-hmm. Apparently, WWE you gotta get out of there. And hey, show, with with Robbie Fox's report about Reigns, uh, I mentioned earlier in that same report, he mentioned Daniel Bryan and and John Cena are refusing to go over there. Um, so that would also put a put put a really heavy pressure, I think, because that's arguably your two biggest names that are not Roman Reigns. Um, do do you do you risk? <laughs> randomly replacing them with someone or just getting rid of their, their matches entirely uh, or just move the event, you know, or 
I understand like the financial loss that they could take, but is it, it, it should be worth it, I think, to them. And the fact that it might not be is kind of very, that that's, this is something more that bothers me rather than how they kind of, uh, did the Ambrose heel turn with what's kind of the exploitative thing with Reigns uh, and leukemia. Cause I think obviously Reigns was like, Hey, use it. You know, if it gets Ambrose, the biggest heel heat ever, you know, why the hell wouldn't you, you know, kind of, kind of use this. So I understand kind of everyone was, they, they had to have been in the same boat. Like I, I just, I have him in my gut that Reigns would have been when fine with that. I could be completely wrong. I'm not going to put myself in his mind, but, uh, to me, that's maybe that's how I justified it to myself because I couldn't think WWE would, would exploit cancer in that way with one of their own. Um, but this, this just the fact that they—I don't think they've commented publicly other than what we said last week, where they were monitoring the situation. I don't think they've even commented after that. You know, it's like, come on, dude! Like, seriously? Yeah, it's oh, man. it's. it's, uh, it's- just, it's, it's a terrible look. We talked about it last week at length. Uh, Our entire uh, episode. So go check yeah. that out if you haven't listened to it yet. Terrible look. We made that quite clear, and it's still a terrible look, especially if you got guys like John Cena saying, I'm not going over there, or yeah. Daniel Bryan saying, I'm not doing it. And if that's true, we don't know if that's necessarily true. They have not said publicly that they're not doing the show. Right, right. Uh, but if they're your two, like you said, the two big na- biggest names, especially Cena. Maybe they may not, they may not listen to Daniel Bryan, but they'll listen to Cena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, and then it's just I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, just, <laughs> no, like, I think I think you know we're just we're both like do just do the right thing. You know, to, yeah. to us, to, I know we're not in charge there, but to us, it seems like. The, the right thing to do that shouldn't be this hard to to come well, about. Like I said, hopefully, and this is just, maybe I'm being optimistic. Maybe they're waiting on announcing a move or anything like that until they got all the T's crossed and the I's dotted. And that's, you know, you don't want to say we're not doing a show there and then you don't have everything lined up. Mm-hmm. And that stuff, t- like I said, that takes time. You got to reroute the schedule and all this and that. You got to get the arena booked. And it's, it's probably a lot of logistics at play and moving an event of this magnitude. Because remember, this is supposed to be, I guess, you know, this is a multi-million dollar show with big names and all this and that. And they're going to take a loss if they don't do the show there, obviously. Financially, a loss financially, I should say. But hopefully all of that gets done and they can announce something within, I mean, obviously before November 2nd, which is when the show is supposed to happen. And hopefully before November 1st. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, because you know, if you're moving it, uh, you got to give whoever, whatever city you're moving it to, the heads up to, hey, you know, tickets are here. Or, yeah. You know, even if they sell tickets, I know they don't. I don't. I think you mentioned it last week. You know, Saudi Arabia paid for that show. They yeah, basically I'm not sure if they were selling it out. Like they weren't really selling tickets. So yeah, I don't. They might have been. They Saudi Arabia might have been selling. Well, WWE wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, you know, I, I just can't imagine we're sitting here next week this time. And that show is still in Saudi Arabia, given all the news that has come out since we did our show last week, which right. is already damning. It made <laughs> yeah. More damning information came out about what happened over there in, Tur- in you know, the, the Saudi Arabian consulate in Turkey, Turkey. Even more damning evidence has come out. 
So I just, unless WWE's hands are just completely tied and they don't, they can't move, but if you can't move, you can cancel it. But unless they feel like our hands are completely tied, we have to do it. I don't see how, I mean, I just can't imagine the backlash they would get for going over. And you know how that show is going to play out. They do the show there. They're going to have, they're going to, Pump the tires of Saudi Arabia. Oh, a beautiful city, of beautiful kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and the crown prince, and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff they're going to have to talk about. And they're going to show the scenic shots and all this stuff. And it's just, it's going to be a terror. This isn't like a, a, a sort of a big, this is an international story in WWE, this high profile show. It isn't like this is a house show, and or they're doing a tour over there, and they're already there. And it's like, well, we can't just leave all of a sudden. This is a highly publicized, Highly touted show by one of the by the leader in pro wrestling in the world. Yeah, you can't. You, that's just. I'd hate to work with a PR if that would happen, because it's just it's going to get ugly. How do you frame that? How do you spin that? You really can't, because like I said, it's not just you're doing a show there. That just so happened to be on the schedule. This is a business arrangement between WWE and the Saudi Arabian government, Crown Prince, whatever you want to call it, you know, that the entity for a 10-year pact worth worth millions on top of millions of dollars. WWE is being, being paid by the government, by Saudi Arabia to be there. It's like, you know, the the, the royalty has brought this person into their palace to perform for them in their in their in their courts. Like this is what is potentially happening. It's just yeah. bad. Right. Yep. Really bad. We've said it so many times and it doesn't get any better every time you say it, but you know, that's that's the world we live in, unfortunately, with WWE right now. Amongst all the other things that are going on, they still got this big massive headache. You got you know, so much going on, so many real life things, and they got this other thing going on that Worry and, about. and what's even worse is they're like promoting it way more than they have evolution, and it's like, come on, man! Like, it's like a double whammy. Yeah, it's it is not good for WWE from a PR standpoint with this show. But we got good PR because we're nice fellas, we're nice people. But unfortunately, as nice as we are, we got to go. We got to go do things sometimes. Our time is up here on YouTube and all the other platforms. But before I remind you of what platforms we're on, Nick, take us out with some plugs. Oh, I absolutely will. You can follow me at Nick Bacone on Twitter. Follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter as well. Facebook, like us at facebook.com slash the straight shooters. You can follow me uh, and my writing at phillyinfluencer.com and phillyvoice.com. I'll have an evolution recap, I should say, up on phillyvoice.com Monday morning. So, uh, make sure you check that out. It'll be uh, in depth, and I'll give you uh, a, a look at all the matches that happen and my thoughts on them. And uh, I'm sure everyone's waiting to hear my thoughts about that stuff. So um, make sure you check that out, phillyvoice.com, Monday morning. All right. Well, I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. As always, I'm out here in these streets. But a couple months ago, I was out in the streets of London, and I was running around London and getting content and whatnot and doing Instagram stories, and one of the things I did, I just completed well, a couple weeks ago, but just hit the internet today, was my story on a 
bar that's in London that's ran by a Philadelphia native by the name of J.P. Teddy. He's from South Philly. His family's from South Philly. And he opened a bar in London called Pass Young Avenue. If you're from Philly, you know exactly mm-hmm. what that is. Pass Young is you know, down South Philly, Pass Young Avenue. And uh, he opened the bar. It's got authentic cheesesteaks. Like, not like the tourist cheesesteaks, but like cheesesteaks, you know, like how we like them here in Philly, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, wings, just like a Philadelphia bar with all this sports memorabilia. You got a downstairs with a Nick Foles bar. I'm giving a lot of free publicity right now. Uh, <laughs> but all bunch of Philadelphia memorabilia and stuff like that. It's unlike anything else in London. Being out there for a couple for a whole week, I can tell you right now, this you know, a bar like that, which is common here, it's not common out there. There are pubs with the big bar and the brownstone, stuff like that. Or this is totally different. This is a very unique, very Philadelphia experience. And being from Philadelphia, felt like I was sort of, you know, I was home. This felt like, you know, hey, this is authentic to the to the to the brand, so to speak, of Philadelphia. So I wrote a story about that. It's on PhiladelphiaEagles.com right now. I tweeted it out earlier. I put it on Facebook as well. So check it out. About Passion Avenue in London, PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Check me out. out. When I was in the streets in London, check me out. Oh, yeah. I'm story about that. Yeah. So we out here. Huh. I'll I'll tweet that out too. Yeah, I appreciate oh, it, my guy. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So. But the platforms, let me remind you of the platforms that we're on. We're on iTunes, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, SoundCloud, and the mothership, wildfireradio.com. So for Nick Picone, I'm Vaughn Johnson. Thanks for listening and watching episode 168 of The Straight Shooters, and we'll catch y'all again next week. You've been listening to the Straight Shooters on Wildfire Radio. For advertising opportunities, contact Nick Picone via email at piconenick at gmail.com or call 856-625-1190. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.